All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Seven Questions and Seven Minutes with yours truly, Dan Smith. We are going to be fast today. We are going to get through all of our questions. We're going to do it on time. We're going to be seven minutes-ish. And then you're going to get back out there, GSD, and getting shit done with your day. So today's guest is a great friend of mine who is in the industry. She's not selling real estate, but she is part of our phenomenal, crazy town industry. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about real estate. We're also going to talk a little bit today about escrow. And so she is totally panicked because she's like, what are you going to ask me? And you guys and gals all know that I never <laughs> even know what I'm going to ask until we get going. Um, but I'd like to introduce Marin May. Thanks for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me wonderful journey yeah so she, she's actually everybody she's here remote so she's not in our uh our little green room today so she's she's calling in because she's much too busy to make the trip all the way down here for a seven minute interview that's a lot of driving it'd be like a couple hours on the road for like a seven minute interview right i told you i would do it for you they're just you know but we, we'd have to figure it out i appreciate <laughs> it but that is still a fucking hike so <laughs> any excuse to see you in mouth, any excuse. there we go all right, so real quick, give it a little introduction about who you are, what you are. Oh my goodness, that's a loaded question. Um, well, thanks for having me today. First and foremost, it means a lot that you even asked. Uh, I hope I don't disappoint you. Uh, but uh, yeah, my name is Marin, and uh, I've been in real estate for over 20 years. I spent the first 10 years of my life as an agent, uh, sold hundreds and hundreds of houses, and then ended up segueing into the crazy world of title and escrow. Uh, for the better part of the last decade, uh, over a decade now. And uh, I currently uh, am leading all kinds of fun projects and things at Endpoint Closing, which is a digital title and escrow closing company that First American owns and has invested $220 million in to date. So I'm just doing all kinds of fun, crazy things to help build that. I helped create it for them four years ago. And so we are... Uh, building out a national title and escrow company currently. And uh, I love all things real estate. I breathe, eat, sell real estate. And when I'm not, I'm a mom. It's my favorite job in the world. I love to cook. I love great wine. And I love human beings and um, helping people and connecting people. And that's me, I think, in a nutshell. Did I forget anything? No, sounds pretty complete. Sounds very awesome. complete. She's also a wine connoisseur. I wouldn't go that far, but I try. I keep practicing. <laughs> All right. So here we go. I'm going to start the clock. We're going to get into it. I actually don't. I know one of my questions. Actually, that's not true. I know two of my questions. The other five will make up on the fly. All right. So here we go. Start the clock on three, two, one, go. Question number one, being in escrow. Um, and we've been noticing this a lot. The market is shifting. No one is uh, combating that. This might not air for about a month from when we're shooting this and we are we are actually recording this on may the 4th be with you uh obi-wan right. right so it's may 4th everybody on the recording date but you might not be listening to this until june but we are seeing a lot of escrows for our agents here at anvil um, cancel either our buyers are canceling for a variety of reasons or even the buyers on our listings are canceling at a much higher clip than we've ever really seen so since you're in the know, what are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, when we look at this, you can see a lot of trends, like being part of escrow and seeing that purview and that kind of bird's eye view of transactions. 
um, you can see market trends and market changes, right? And um, traditionally, normally, we sit at about a 20% cancellation rate, religiously, pretty standard, right? Um, and we also have market trends, seasonalities, right? So normally, like, as we ramp, when we come out of the cold, dark months of real estate winter, uh, we ramp, right? Uh, it's seasonal. And so normally, we... Um, we March is a good month, and then April's an even better month. But interestingly enough, we've noticed two trends recently. Uh, April was flat. We didn't pass March. And secondly, uh, what happened is our cancellation rates have gone up. So what we're seeing is about a 30% cancellation rate right now. Um, the good news is, is escrows always go right back into escrow. There's still demand. There's still multiple offers on properties. But the cancellation rate's a lot higher for a multitude of reasons. Um, a big, big one, obviously, is rates going up, right? It's affecting people's ability to afford their mortgage payments. Uh, it's happening fast with these rate increases, and that they're not expecting it to stop. And then, of course, the second thing is, is the market's becoming, you know, still competitive. I mean, I think we spoke about this earlier, right? Um, you know, agents, smart agents are out there writing five offers on a weekend for their buyers, and they'll go into escrow on multiple ones at, or at least put offers in until um, they figure out where they're actually going to land and stick. And so, um, yeah, cancellation rates are, are, have increased 10% in the last few months. All right. So question two, I'm going to go back to you said that the first thing you said when you said you noticed two trends. Let's have question two be about that. You said April did not pass March. So what does that mean in more tactical terms? Like it didn't pass March. How? So normally, um, as we go into spring months, everybody comes alive and the market increases and our transaction count increases, right? Until the summer months hit, everybody goes on vacation and checks out, right? Uh, and then it gets hot again and then everybody checks out for the holidays, right? And those are the seasonal trends that we normally see. COVID, our COVID years have been obviously a, an exception to that because it kind of, you know, there's a curveball, all of us. Uh, in great ways and in surprising ways. Um, but so normally what we see is we trend up during the spring months. So normally March is usually a good month. Um, you know, our order, our open order count goes up, right? February is a good month. March is an even better month. April is an even better month. May is an even better month. And what happened is month over month, and I don't know what this means. We've yet to find out. We'll know in June when everybody hears this. Uh, March and April were the same they were flat we ramped in march march was just killer right we we're so busy and we are still really busy but we didn't pass ourselves like we normally do hmm. so i don't know like to be okay. continued all right so that that is what didn't pass means all right okay so shifting gears just a bit been in real estate for a long time all different hats that you've worn what <laughs> is one of the what are the one of the what's the one trait you've noticed uh amongst real estate agents who do really good what's one of the top trait that you notice amongst agents who do really good gosh I, I think you know it's the same trait you see in any talented wonderful salesperson it's consistency like stay consistent don't spread yourself too thin really really good agents they know what they're good at and they stay hyper focused on it and they beat the crap out of it right good one I mean, that's what I think. What do you think? What are you seeing? Would that that would be me giving my answers to questions, and then we no, go over sorry. seven. Then we go over seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you know, I, I see that in all 
But I will tell you, you're not the first person on this show. And I don't know what episode this will fall on. This could fall somewhere around episode 20-ish, I would believe. Yeah. You're not the very, you're not the first person. And you're not even the second or the third person, probably, to say consistency. It's been a very yeah, yeah. prevalent I answer. And you know what else I see? Leverage, right? Leverage your relationships. Look around you. There are very non-traditional ways to create business for yourselves, right? Um, and this goes for our industry on the escrow and title side as well as the sales side. Attorneys, business managers, financial advisors, CPAs, asset managers are great. That will come back one day. Like create your relationships, right? Because business can come in many, many ways. Um, even like your trustees or um, any any number of ways. There's so many different ways that you can create business. So I think it's also leveraging relationships in a meaningful way, right? Okay. Number four, what do agents, the number one thing agents do that costs them success, that makes them either unsuccessful or costs them a piece of success, the biggest mistake they make. Um, what's that thing that you've noticed in the real estate community of like, ah, oh, why are you doing that? Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. Well, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. I think, you know, getting in your own way and trying to do too many things well, right? Like there's, I've seen, I've seen agents who are like, I'm going to get my 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 i'm gonna do loans and i'm gonna do appraisals and i'm gonna sell and i'm like oh good lord oh good lord what about the ones who think they're fucking stagers so, oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna go to ross and tj maxx and buy a bunch of shit and throw it in the back of my car and then i'm gonna go out and stage somebody's house that drives me crazy in case you couldn't tell <laughs> i mean listen what's your time worth right yeah like, you have to look at what are you good at what do you do well what's your time worth and are you really willing to compromise yourself your time your growth to be doing things that aren't productive for you right like to your point it's so folding blankets yeah then go do it yourself like is that the best highest use of your time so what's the best highest use of your time and i think a lot of people get in their own way and also a lot of people take defeat you know we all scrap in this industry and if you let it get to you if you stop for too long it can it can be the death of you you've got to keep moving right got to keep moving forward um time management right a lot of agents it's really easy to go screw off and not actually run your your business like a business um that's another huge shortcoming i see but i think i think it's just you know getting in your own way not being consistent obviously and then taking on too much and trying to do too many things hoping for a return like you've got to run it like a business track it where's your roi right everybody should know what is my roi on everything that i do yeah exactly all right question number five yeah, let's go. What, what year, what year does the market have a negative in front of it? Meaning prices um, in January or June or something of X year or less than the year before it. How far out is that? Is that still a long way? Is it a little way? How far, if you had a crystal ball, just a guess. I was just going to say, you want me to pull out my crystal ball? Pull out your crystal ball. I've got some crazy answers to this over the last episode. So I don't ask it all the time, but the ones I do ask, I've got some pretty crazy answers sometimes. Like the, the, the biggest spread you can imagine. I'll tell you after you tell me. So you want me to pick like what, what I think we're going to see a drop? Yeah, what year will year over year the prices be less, not more? Because we've had, honestly, what have we had, 11-year run-up right now? I don't I think mean, it's been... Yeah, we've been, we're over 
Christmas miracle. Yeah. So, I mean, it's coming. Like I, I think 2010 was worse than 2009, but 2011 was better than 2010. And since that, every year has been better than 2011, 2012, and 11, and 14, and 14, and 19, and 20, and 21, and 22, right? So when does it turn? Yeah. I mean, I think that that's rapidly approaching. I think probably end of this year, beginning of next year is where I'd put my money if I was a gambling girl and I'm not. But um, I do think we're going to see some major market adjustments. Obviously, we're not going to see what happened at 0708, right? That was just, that was bananas. I mean, if we have a huge natural disaster or something major happens, that can affect us too. But if we look at just normal market fluctuations and with everything that's happening economically for us, right? Major inflation, rate hikes. Um, I we'll probably see a 10% adjustment at some point in the not so distant future. I don't know. I, I wrote a newsletter yesterday. It won't come out for two more weeks, but I said, because uh, two months ago I said, Rachel will be at five in by the time we hit March. Or, I mean, May. And, I was, and so I was like, I'm super like tooting my own horn, right? And so I was like, let's put it out there again. Rates will be in the sixes um, by July 4th. Yeah. Um, was my thing. And I think we will be. I think we'll be in the sixes by July 4th. And today is May the 4th, right? And the Fed hit the rate. Today, the rate was 5.125. So today's rate is 5.125. Yeah, and, and so it bounced a little bit today, but that's where the rate was, about 5.125. So I think we'll be at sixes by July 4th. Um, and yeah. the Fed hit the rate for half a point today. Um, so as everyone's listening to this a month later, let's see how smart I was. And to roll the dice, my friend. Yeah, no, I mean, but here's the deal. Here's what needs to remember there's always business in any market any market you can be super successful right yep uh, i mean when the market turned on me all my business came from attorneys right all of it it's the way that i kept a roof over my head and my my child my child said um so you want to start preparing now for those market changes where's your business going to come from how are you going to create it what relationships do you need to create now for those market fluctuations and those changes and um there's always somebody who's looking to buy and sell in any market but yeah i think changes are coming it's inevitable number six one piece of advice for newer agents who are just getting started or seasoned agents who might find themselves slumping or struggling right now and sort of producing as though they were a newer agent okay so my answer is going to sound like a plug for you and anvil but it's not it's but it does i mean it is actually because it's true <laughs> i say if, if you are a new agent get on a team with amazing agents please like do yourself a favor education is expensive and you can learn and you can grow so much faster if you surround yourself with talented successful amazing humans um it's definitely how i ramped my career i was super blessed i started off as an assistant and i worked my way up and i can't recommend that enough you will learn by watching and doing and hopping on files with other agents and doing showings for them and supporting them and listening to how they talk and they run their businesses get on teams with amazing successful agents and if you are slumping guess what again surround yourself with amazing human beings who are rocking and rolling and crushing it in real estate right because a you become what you surround yourself with b there's always new things to learn and c it keeps you motivated in those hard times right so that's my advice all right. And question number seven. This is always my most fun one, oh my especially yeah. when I try to guess what the person's going to say. So I've got to guess. 
Okay. Tell our listening audience one super interesting tidbit about yourself. Oh my god! Like there's all there's like a personal that, right? like a personal okay. tidbit type thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're setting me up for this. All right, everybody, go have a great time. If you want to ask some laughs, <laughs> you can go. <laughs> yours, I usually am not so sure with my guests. I'm like, I wonder what they're gonna say, but you're, I feel like I feel well, I mean, it, I feel I'm it coming. Missing, I'm missing a tooth, so I could like say that, but I know what you want me to say because it's funny. I was a child actor. If you want to have a good time, you can go Google Marenme on the internet, and you can laugh at pictures of me. I was on a sci-fi show when I was a little girl. And did a bunch of other random She was on V, stuff. you guys. Remember that show V? She was on yeah. V. Yeah. V the final battle. It was from like well, I mean, who knows how old what's your demographic for your your listeners? They might be youngins and not even know what we're talking a about. A lot of people that I meet don't know what V is and are too young for that. But I have people who are now too young for Seinfeld, which absolutely blows my mind. So what? I don't know what to tell you. No. I know, oh right? God. But the, well, I got I got some listeners who's gonna know what V is all about. So it was a great miniseries. It was yep. really well done. Back in the days of miniseries. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it was a big deal at the time. It was 82, 83. I was SAG in 81. Started acting at a year and a half. And acted into my early 20s until I found real estate and fell madly in love. And felt like, what the hell am I doing here? I need to get out of the way for these starving artists because I'm in love with real estate and I want to be in real estate for the rest of my life. So that's what I did. I got out. Well, there you go. Everybody. Yep, I hope you I hope you enjoyed this. Um, thank you for being here today. Everybody who's listening at home, next week, same time, same place. New guests, seven questions. Hopefully you're learning something. Hopefully you're getting some good ideas. Hopefully you're getting some inspiration, motivation. And now it's time for you to get out of your own way. Go out there in GSD. Time to get some shit done. Have a fantastic day. Until next week. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here.